Welcome back to Quickie Wiki What. I'm Joseph, joined as usual by my partner, Justin. Every episode, we each bring to the table a Wikipedia article we found interesting and attempt to explain our articles to one another. We are, as usual, streaming this episode live on Twitch. Hello to the chat. But you'll also be able to find the VOD on YouTube afterwards, as well as the audio wherever you get your podcasts. Let's get into it. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was doing Kool-Aid, man. Oh, wow. That one, this one's from, I think it's from Ferris Bueller. Yours turned into porn. No, this this was a song from, from, uh, I think Ferris Bueller's Day Off is what popularized it. I've never seen it. Is that movie about propping up a corpse and pretending it's alive? No, that is Weekend at Bernie's. Oh, okay. Um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Is that off. the same person? He just kind of skips school. Oh, it's no Matthew corpses. Roderick. No corpses. Just hijinks. And they just kind of roam around in Chicago and have fun and learn about themselves. Kind of like we're getting ready to learn about ourselves here. Wow, great segue. Mm. Is that the Bratz Pack? Brat Pack? No, no. He's uh, Matthew Broderick was kind of like his own thing. Rob Lowe and no, Andy w- Sheedy. And oh. I don't think I don't think Matthew Broderick was the Brat Pack. I only saw the Breakfast Club as an adult, mm. like probably five years ago or so, five or six years ago. It was, it was interesting. Uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was good. I thought. Yeah, it's, it's it, we, it always used to be on cable when I was growing up. So. Oh, they would replay it. They would replay it all the time, so you couldn't help but watch it. Um. Well, speaking of um breakfast. Do you have any show news? Some show news. So you know what? I didn't think I had any. Breakfast is first. Show news. Show. That's right. The first. first meal of the day. I did. So Emily, my our friend Emily. We yep. remember a few weeks ago we talked about hot dogs, and you had got right. the Vienna sausages, or no, the um, just the, they they're not the, little... the Vienna sausages come in a can, Justin. Yeah. What did you get? The little these were little Smokies. Little Smokies. That's what little it is. Smokies. They come in a pack. She said. That the, the recipe, the recipe for the baby pigs in the blanket that you use those for them and you get like the Betty Crocker or the uh, Pillsbury the croissant? croissant things and put a little bit of cheese in it. Oh, We're with gonna, cheese. Uh, yeah. I didn't know with cheese. Yes. Sounds good. Yeah. So we're going to have to try that. We should. Yeah. Those things are expired at this point. We'll, well need to get new ones. I, I bet they're still would be good. They are probably still edible. Yeah. Piggy would definitely eat them. Um, so your show news is a recipe for Little Smokies. Yeah. Yep. I'll go with that. Yeah. That's the show news. That's the update from something from last time. And then another a little mild, a mild milestone. We keep track of, or I do, of who, how many people downloaded and everything like that. Justin's got a spreadsheet. I got a spreadsheet. I don't think y'all know this. I think Justin, all of the power, everyone who listens to this, it's gone to his head. It does. Yeah. Justin's not used to this y'all. And so you have an, well, a Google drive version of Excel, a spreadsheet. Yeah. Google sheets. That shows how many views come in from each location. Well, no. Well, well from each from Twitch, right? From YouTube, YouTube and Podbean. Okay. Yeah. And what's your and news? so we crossed the thirty thousand download 
milestone. 30,000? 30,000 out across all three platforms. 30,000? 30,000. I thought it was like 2,000. Well, we're getting like, no, we're getting, that's per week. We get about, we get about two or 3,000 people per week. That yeah. <laughs> uh, Shelby said he's not jaded by the fame like Joe is now. Yeah. Just takes it for granted. <laughs> no. Um, it'd be nice to have any sort of fame, though. A little bit. A good amount. A good amount. I think that, yeah, I think too much is, is detrimental. Yeah. But yeah, just the amount to get you just the amount of money. And then also, like, someone recognized me for TikTok at Pride. Yeah. Woo. A friend of a friend who yeah. didn't know that that friend knew me mm-hmm. said, hey, you do TikTok. And I said, I sure do. Yeah. Not recognized for this, recognized for TikTok. We'll set up a booth at Pride next year, though. Yeah. DC Pride. There you go. Oh, we should. I bet we could get them to let us host it. I bet we're the most popular married gay duo podcasters in the District of Columbia. I would think. I would think. Okay. We got to start leveraging that. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that's awesome. 30,000 downloads. Um. And this week, we've got a couple... Very interesting articles, if you haven't noticed the title. So um, mine is More Misconceptions. I did in season one, I guess you could call the first eight episodes, seven first episodes. First seven, well, zero and through seven. Is season one. And I did that one not cop-out episode <laughs> of um, just, there's a Wikipedia article that's just a list of common misconceptions. I chose some more. This is part two. I'll do one a season. I figure um, whenever, um, you know, my headspace isn't the best for writing, you know, reading too much. Uh, So that's what I'm going to be doing more of today. I found some very interesting ones Mm -hmm. that I didn't know. And then also ones that I did know. And now telling you about it will make me feel superior. And to make me look stupid. That's the most important. That's always the goal. Yeah. That's why you get married. Yeah. To always try to make your partner look stupid <laughs> on your podcast. No. Um, and now Justin's is the golden ass. Yeah. Do you want to tease your ass before? Because I'm going first. Yeah. So do you want to tease the ass? I'm going to tease it. I'm going to tease it and uh, I'm not going to. Okay. But well, <laughs> uh, you cho- easy. I think that you easy. chose this article because of the word ass. Well, I definitely did. Yeah. <laughs> but it means a donkey. Donkey. And it's about it's a it is a um, it's a Roman story. Think like, you know, Homer. Think the Iliad. And it's it's kind of in that vein um, where a guy gets turned into a donkey and learns some lessons. And we'll talk a little bit about a oh, lot okay. of stuff about Someone it. Someone gets turned into a donkey. Yes. Okay. Interesting. I can't wait to learn more about that. Oh, boy. Um, are you ready for... I mean, let's get started with some misconceptions. Some misconceptions. This is kind of... We're kind of warming our brain up right now for Justin's article. Okay? Yeah. That's what we're saying. We're This is like a mental exercise. Um, I'll ask you some questions about these, and then I'll tell you the truth. Oh my. So how what percent of your brain do you use? Oh, you well, use 
Maybe not you. Everybody. Does a human use? <laughs> does a human use? Yeah, yeah, Well, yeah. I think it's most of it. I think it's it's in the, it's a high percentage. And I think people, you always say, oh, you only use 6% of your brain. I think maybe at any Six given time. Is what you've heard? That's, I've heard very low, like 10, 20%. But 10% I think is, I think, the common misconception. Yeah. People only use 10% of their brains. Um, now, only a small minority of neurons are apparently firing at any one time. However, a healthy human will normally use, it says, most of their brain over the course of a day. Um, and even the inactive neurons are important. This reminded me, though. So they always, they make movies about this. Did you see Lucy starring Scarlett Johansson? Um, Nobody did, mm, is the thing. Oh, that, okay. Um, But she gets in, she somehow... I don't remember if she's a drug mule. She gets like, I don't remember if drug muling is part of it. But anyway, a large dosage of this drug releases in her body and then it like activates her brain and she can now use 100% of it, which we all do. Yeah. However, with her, um, the, it, the movie's based on that misconception that what could we accomplish if we use 100? Well, she turns into like a, she can see cell phone data. Oh, wow. She can, like, scroll through it. She can, like, um, hack into any computer in the world via her brain. That's amazing because, you know, our brains probably wouldn't have evolved to interface with computers like that. Computers not being around. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty wild that that's the thing she can see. Yeah. And then by the end of it, she just turns into goo, into, like, I don't know computer goo oh, and becomes my. like this godlike presence. Oh, okay. It's kind of everywhere. Well. She, but she's good for moving, her. but she's moved oh kind of like in her. Yeah. We're not turning into which she didn't turn into a godlike presence but ascended in a way with the other AIs. Yeah. Wow. Mm. She really with rises above in her roles. So. Alan Watts was the was the main guru in that. In what? That was like the Alan Watts I used to listen to his podcast a lot and he was kind of like the, the, the podcast the, or the, uh, the AI entity that kind of like says, Hey, we should all leave and go off and do this. Oh yeah. Who's Alan Watts? He's like a philosopher oh, okay. that was in the sixties and seventies. And he was very, um, he kind of brought Eastern. Oh, we've listened to yeah. his, uh, okay. Yeah. 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 To his podcast or his recordings or whatever. Yeah. Um, okay. This is one that I learned as an adult. Your tongue. Mm. Where can you taste each sense on your tongue? Oh. You uh, grew up with the, but you grew up with the taste map. Yeah. In science class, they had a, a tongue that was drawn in your textbook and it said, oh, on the left side, you taste bitter. On the right side, you taste sour. Yeah. Have you ever heard otherwise? Well, I've I've seen that before and I've I've kind of questioned it, but I've I also I've I think I've tested certain things where like I've said like, oh, can I taste salt? And I'll like put a piece of salt somewhere and you don't necessarily or not not necessarily, but some parts of your tongue do taste things and others don't. Is what you think? That's I guess. Wrong. Fuck me. <laughs> All different tastes can be detected on all parts of the tongue. Oh, wow. So apparently that taste 
map was, I delved a little bit deeper into this. There was a tongue map that showed all of the different zones. It was apparently a, based on some research that was kind of like, the the map didn't mean that. And then people took it and like ran with it. Mm-hmm. And it like turned into this thing that's like apparently not true. A common misconception a is very what common, that is. Not, so common, we're literally taught it in science class. Yeah. It's, it's based on outdated science or wow. not, not even outdated science. Miss, what would you call that? Misinterpreted, mm. vague science. Yeah. Well, that happens in engineering stuff too. Like where they'll say like, Oh, the humidity range for this type of thing should be, and then someone's kind of like, they don't read the footnotes and then that gets passed on to the next generation. And then, Oh, it's like that game telephone. Yeah. But then you go back and you read like the original one and people are like, that's waste too much energy. So we need to, Oh, that's like literally any sensational clickbait news article title. Mm, It's like elephants were jacking it on the moon. They were like, and it's like, I don't know, maybe tardigrades were the little bears. Oh, of course. Little, yeah. Yeah. Little moon bears or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Who moon knows? Moon bears. Yeah. Moon bears. Um, in preschool. You so, learned that in preschool? No, no, no. In oh. preschool, they tested. We were test subjects. Oh. So my preschool was part of a like child development program that was done at the high school in the school district. So, like, it was taught by a teacher and stuff, but there was also some sort of integration with the, um, like, I don't know if it was home ec class or something where they were just like, this is a child. That's Wow, that I mean, is. It was basically, they probably had, like, a two-way mirror set up and just watched us all day. I don't know. <laughs> but the, I remember one of the science classes in high school did, like, a taste, made us do this taste test. Wow. Where they would... Where we would be blindfolded and then we put like the sour thing or whatever because they were studying. They were they were learning that in their science class or whatever and were doing it to us. But I remember like hating just everything tasted gross. I was a picky kid. Yeah. And being forced to eat something you don't want to. Yeah. Well, it was weird. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's I don't know. We were like human guinea pigs for like. High school science level students, yeah. which is like not the way science goes. Yeah. You know, that's not who's, that's not where science is. There's some ethical. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Um, okay. Now in your veins, what color is your blood? Well, it's the, well, de- the deoxygenated. It's, um, I don't even know if that's a word. Well, it's bluish purplish, I guess. And then it goes. Or one of them, one of them is red, and the other is kind of bluish, purplish. Wrong. Oh man, <laughs> blood is deep red due to the presence of hemoglobin. Deoxygenated blood, which you look at your, I mean, if yeah, you literally you look at blue. your, arm, you see blue. You think you see blue, yeah. don't you? Uh, deoxygenated uh, is deep red, and oxygenated is light cherry red. Now, veins below the skin can appear blue or green due to subsurface scattering of light through the human skin um, and because of aspects of human color perception. Mm. So, And also in medical diagrams, they use the blue to show the 
deoxygenated. They're liars. Right. And so that's what helps perpetuate the misconception. Mm, so it's just a, it's just a model. It's a, well, it's based it. on, I mean, you know, physical observation. Yeah, too. It see. literally looks blue. And yeah. with like the filter I have on our cameras, it looks super blue as well. Mm. Subsurface scattering is like a really big buzzword, I feel like, in video game production right now. Along with ray tracing. I've heard ray tracing, but I haven't heard the other one. It's supposed to make like the skin look more realistic. Because oh. the light hits your skin and then like... Jiggly bigglies away. Twinkle. Yeah. Like, Twinkle. It's not just hitting it and then bouncing. It's like... Getting it sucked in and then... Sucked in. Sucked in and then... We're like light vacuums, essentially. And then like turn... Like you ever seen like a fast motion of like a... Rotting animal. <laughs> yeah, that's what's yeah. happening to your to your skin, and I that's, think that's what a they're trying thing. to do. I think that's decomposition. Decomposition. No. What's that? What's that word? I think that's decomposition. Decomposition. I guess. De yeah. I, I think <laughs> there might be a weird like how it's emphasis. What's yeah. Um. Okay. Well, speaking of dead things, cremated remains. What is that? Cremated remains. Yeah, like you want to be, you want to be cremated. What do you get? What are you becoming? Getting burned up, becoming like chunk ashes, chunks. But there's <laughs> chunks, chunk, just chunks of like your bones and stuff. That's a, yeah, that's actually what it is. So when they incinerate you, uh, the dry bone fragments are pulverized by a machine called a cremulator. So you're basically all the other stuff's burned off. Yeah. And then it's bone chunks. And then the cremulator is a, it's a blender, a bone blender. Yeah. And it uh, processes you into ash. Well, what we call ashes, but it's actually bone dust. Yeah. Um, That's why I want to get, well, my, in my will that I haven't really written but, but until you write it, I kind of get to do whatever I want. Well, yeah. And so this was my living, and I'm putting it on the podcast now. I want to be. This isn't legally binding. A classroom skeleton. Oh, yeah. You've told me that. The classroom skeleton. And I and the other stipulation is that every holiday, you got to dress me up for the holiday. Cinco de Mayo. I need to have like a sombrero and some like maracas. Christmas. Dress me up like, well, I think I should be. You can do Hanukkah one year, Christmas the next year. You can kind of rotate through different holidays and be it on a schedule. Anyway. Um, Fourth of July, go to Target, get the, get everyone that's in season. We had a, a live skeleton in our science school. Not a live, but a human skeleton. Yeah. In our, and I remember it was kept in like this locker thing. Just never looked at it or took it out. It's well, weird. it's creepy. I mean, I think it was a it was someone who had been in prison. I think it was they do that. I don't know to prison <laughs> prisoners. Wow, I don't not like they wait till they're dead. Uh, they, you don't yeah. like go to prison Oops. and get turned into. Hey, hey, we need another classroom skeleton. Dropped like, into a vat of acid. Very needs. Uh, hey, common misconception. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. Um. Okay. We'll do a couple more. Well, here's some good news. People do not swallow large numbers of spiders during sleep. No. You make enough noise that the spiders are warned of danger and they vibe out. Why would they, how would the spiders like survive? They keep getting eat, eaten 
That's the point. They don't survive. You eat them. But like, that would be a dumb spider. They wouldn't. They wouldn't keep living if they kept getting eaten all the time. Oh no! There's plenty. There are billions of spiders. Every time you see a spider, you should never feel bad about just squishing the hell out of it. In my opinion, because there you squish one spider, there's probably there's probably twenty other spiders within five feet of you. Well, but I I think you want to keep the spiders because I'd rather have the spiders eat the bugs. I kill them too. I hate them all. All of them are unwelcome. I say I make a deal with you, spider. You keep eating the bugs. You can keep doing your thing, but you got to keep the bugs down. If you're not pulling your weight. No, I think you should, they should all be killed on, on site. Mm. Um, By me. Okay. What do mice like to eat? Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm what do you associate? Sure what do you put in a, mo- a mouse trap? Well, peanut butter is what I've heard you're supposed to use. Peanut butter? Yeah. I've never heard that. What am I seeing cartoons? That's probably Jeez. what I should have asked. Well, they do they not have it. a well, they don't have a particular appetite for no. it. They prefer sweet and sugary foods. Oh. So this myth perhaps came from before refrigeration, cheese was stored mm. outside and it was easier for mice to reach. So they went with what was available. Now, this one I actually learned a little bit about. This is the last one we're gonna do. So Benjamin Franklin did not propose the wild turkey to be used as a symbol instead of the bald eagle. Yeah. Oh, he didn't? He no, did not. Well, he I think he jokingly said it, right? Um, so his objections to the eagle and preferences for the turkey were in a seventeen eighty four letter to his daughter. Um, but it was never expressed. He never expressed this publicly. Mm. This was in a letter, and I have no idea if it was even a joke. But I do know that he shocked turkeys to death. And mm. this is something that I learned. I don't remember where I learned this. But so he had this dinner party. So he liked to play around with electricity. We all know the the key and the and the kite story yeah. or whatever. Well, he was he loved to shock things with electricity. So he had this dinner where they killed all the turkeys with electric shock and then roasted them on an electrical spit and then noted that the birds killed in this manner eat uncommonly tender. Um, I think he had it down by the river. I think he had turkey shocking parties down by the winter, down, down by the river. In Philly? Oh, really? Turkey shocking parties down by the river. And then this one time, he accidentally shocked himself and his arms were numb for an entire evening. Wow. Well, I might be spreading a rumor about him right now. I don't know if it was down by the river, but I remember when I was in Philly, someone was like, over there is where Benjamin Franklin used to go shock turkeys by the river. That's what I heard. But, but also like, I don't know how else they, I mean, do, how else do you kill the turkeys? I mean, they'll ring them around. Back then you just cut the head off. Like if you wanted to eat a chicken, you cut the head off. You just grab it. Conk. Lay down. But that might be that if it's, I don't know if it's faster to electrocute him. Um, I mean, I think he was just, so I think what he was doing is he was, I read a little bit of his Wikipedia page when I did this, he was playing around with electricity and he was like, damn, I haven't really found any useful way to use it. Mm. Let's shock turkeys. Oh, 
Yeah, he said, I haven't found any useful way for people to use electricity, so let's kill some turkeys with it. That was his solution. You ever hear of a light bulb? <laughs> I know. Didn't. Edison didn't invent the light bulb. Oh, yeah. Well, he found the filament. He found the right. He That was on the list of common misconceptions. Yeah. I didn't write it down, but yeah, he found like the best method of making it. Because they could do it, but it only lasted like 10 seconds. Yeah. And then he found something that would last a long time. Well, there you go. There's your common misconceptions. How's your brain feeling? Oh, I don't know. I feel like the whole world is different. What was your what was the most surprising one? Um I don't know. I mean blood? Maybe the blood, yeah. I always just assumed it was blue and that the, the well, I really the thing about the I don't even remember the word of it. But what uh, the optical illusion that the the, the the Oh, the subsurface scattering? The subsurface scattering. There you go. <laughs> there, there you go. There you go. Well, I do hope you learned something. I'm looking forward to learning about the golden ass. The golden ass. Uh, which is Roman? Roman, yes. Take it away. So, um, and like you alluded to, like this is a really, um, uh, you know. Up there with the Odyssey. Oh, this is really an excuse to say ass. It's a bunch really of like, I don't know. I thought, so, so here's what I was going to do. I was going to do donkey. I was like, oh, don- I like donkeys. And it's like, I started reading about donkeys and there's some interesting stuff. And then I was like, okay, cultural reference to that. Click that again, you know? And it's like, oh, there's some cool. And, and there, I'll talk about a couple of them as they relate to the story here. And then within there, there was the golden ass was one of the cultural references. And it's like, that's what, like, when you see that, you got to click that one. You're like, what's going on with this? Sure. And you read it and it did not disappoint. Um, and this is a previously, so I re- I mean, I remember reading the Iliad and the Odyssey and even like the big, um, myth, the gods and goddesses book that everyone reads in high school. I don't remember hearing about the golden ass. <laughs> well, this one isn't so Homer and that, that was like thousands of years before this even. Oh, so this is like new. So this is, yeah, this is um, in the, this was in, in 160 AD is around when they. Oh shoot. That's like yesterday. That's just the right around the corner, you know? And it was written by a guy named, um, it's either Apuleius or Apelius where you can say it that way. I think I even looked it up how to say it. And they said, you can say it either way. I was like, okay. Oh, nice. He's not picky. I know. Um, and so, and it's like the golden ass and it's more like, it's not like gold, like it turns into gold, but more like the golden rule. So it's virtuous. It is about its, um, its character and kind of the lessons that are learned more than the color or what it's made out of or anything like that. Um, apparently Homer was Greece. Yeah. So yeah. Homer was Greece and that was, what Greek was lessons. um the golden fleece? Because we read the Golden Fleece. Oh, I think that really Jason? was gold, though. Oh, well, yeah. That donkey wasn't gold? No, the don- golden just refers to... Oh, what you just said. Yeah. Virtue. Virtue. Okay. Um, continue with the donkey. Yeah. So, um, and yeah, so it's a it's about a guy that gets turned into a donkey and then has some struggles. 
Well, he kind of asks. He kind of asks for it. So the the overall the plot. He asked for it. Are you victim blaming? Well, no, but he. So and that's kind of one of the 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 themes. And before I get into what it is, but but just kind of like what we're what we will be talking about, you know. And it, it there is so you know Rome. They're know pretty Rome. wild. They're what? They were pretty wild. Oh. Yeah, the Colosseum. They, they turned the and party. All of their stuff that they would do and how debaucherous everything was. So that was kind of like the baseline. This was kind of like a comedy and a satire for them. So this like takes their baseline and then turns it up a few notches. Because otherwise it'd be like, oh, that's I see that the Colosseum. No, he's got to make it even wilder than anything that they've seen. So whereas like what we look at just regular Roman behavior these days and we might say, oh, that's pretty outrageous. Well, he amped it up even for them. Okay. So that's like a, it's like he wrote a, it's like he took it from, um, I don't know. This, it's like he, I mean, is this like a, is this like a Danielle Steele? I think it's more kind of a... Is he uh, like the Danielle Steele of ancient Rome? You know, I, I think it's maybe more like uh, like uh, Charlie Chaplin or some of the more satirical like Marx Brothers. That's that's not... But that's wacky. goofy. And this, is, and this is... But it's... I don't know if it's goofy. And, and, and I don't know because I wasn't there. I don't, I don't know how... What? How wacky people would think it is. Okay. But so So you're saying you're saying wacky. You're not saying I thought it was going like I thought this was going to turn into hentai or something. No, this is not this is not like there are some themes to it. So the guy gets turned into a donkey and he and it was it takes place in a very like difficult world and kind of one of the points is like the guy is the lower class and 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 it, how you treat donkeys is how lower classes are treated a lot of times and kind of, you know, with slavery and all kinds of just injustices and just like a lot of thievery and thievery, thievery. Oh, thie thievery. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, one of the themes, like after he gets turned into a donkey, he like gets sold, you know, a bunch of times and gets forced to do certain things. Um, but then he's also, because of his, I think the Wikipedia guy had a fun time writing this, but or or girl, um, multiple. It's probably multiple. People. Probably, but they say his long ass ears. He can hear things because of his long ass ears, and so there's also in the story. Do your ears hang low? Do they? Which is the actual lyrics? Of oh, that. the cow kicked Nelly in the belly in the barn didn't do her any. Justin good. sings it that way, and I have never heard that in my entire life. It's do your ears hang low? Do they wobble to and fro? We looked it up on Wikipedia, and I was right. Nah, not, not how <laughs> I sing it. Okay, continue. But kind of one of the interesting things about... This was one of the first um, stories that talks about donkeys and how they are portrayed, you know? You, you think about certain animals get kind of like attributes assigned to them. You know, you say owl. Wise. Yeah. Like a Don horse. Yeah, uh, fast. Uh, fast. You might say noble, um, no. hardworking, hardworking cats, you know? Uh, yeah. Tricky. Yeah. So they're so kind of mysterious. 
So so donkeys have they're portrayed in a, in a few different ways. And this one is kind of like they're stubborn and uh I don't know, they never want to do what you tell them to. They're stubborn, they're it's like you stupid ass, you know, like what you do what you tell right, me to. Right. Um, but then there's also reliable, hardworking and things like that. So there's mm. kind of, and they oftentimes are compared to horses. Whereas a horse is like this noble, virtuous, gets along well with humans. Oh, and donkeys kind of seen as less, lesser than. Well, and the donkey's just like, maybe the donkey's smarter. They're like, I'm not, I don't trust you. Why would I do work for you? Human. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's what I, that's my take on it. Okay. Um, but okay, so the plot of this. And this is where, yeah. <laughs> so in, early on in the book, Lucius is the main character. And he gets pranked by this town. And this doesn't, this isn't really like related to the plot. But they like trick him into thinking he committed triple homicide. And the whole town does this? That's part of their festival of laughter. This sounds like some kind of YouTube Gone wrong, yeah. bullshit, prank YouTuber. So they prank him, and he thinks he's committed triple homicide. He's put on trial, and then they bring out the bodies, and they're like, "Oh, look, it's whose bodies?" The the um. That would be so funny if they killed three actual people to do the prank. <laughs> no, but they, <laughs> they they committed triple homicide and tried to make him and gaslit him. Yeah, into thinking he did it. But anyway, so they it's and it was dummies. Oh, he gets, okay. But he gets drunk and gets in a fight with someone like, "Oh, you killed him afterwards." And then but so but so anyway, that doesn't seem to directly relate to him getting turned into a donkey except he meets some people through that process and then one of them's a witch and she turns herself into a bird and he's like, "Oh, I want to do that. Come on. Uh turn me into a bird." And she's like, "Okay." She tries, messes up, and that's how he gets turned into a donkey. So it's an accident from a, a witch. Right. But he's also like warned about magic earlier, you know, like magic okay, so is kind of this. You're victim blaming him again. I get it. Well, but but he's been magic is known to be kind of like you play sure. with fire. You're going to get burned. It's all his fault. I feel it. Well, it kind of is. Right. I mean, it was <laughs> no, an accident. I, no, yeah. Yeah. Um. But at any rate, so she's like, but the witch is like, no, 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 I got it. I gotcha. All you got to do is eat some rose petals. I'll go get him. We'll have him for breakfast tomorrow. You'll be back to normal. Well, he gets stolen because of all the thievery that happens. Oh, no. So he gets kidnapped. He gets, um, and then from there, he just has a lot of shenanigans is the best way to describe it. So he meets some people and their leader was killed because or while he was dressed as a bear and that was part of his story that that happened they thought he was a bear they thought that the leader was a bear oh and someone the leader killed him of who of just some people that he meets oh and so they kill him and so they kill him and he just witnesses this i guess or he just finds out about it um so Classic. this is this is a, another summary from the from the Wikipedia article. Uh, once there, the ass is entrusted to a horrid boy who torments him, but the boy is later killed by a she bear. 
Enraged, the boy's mother plans to kill the ass. So she like... Why was she going to kill him when the bear killed... The she-bear. <laughs> Thank you for being so specific. Yeah. Uh, now, why was she going to kill the donkey? Because the bear killed her son. I know. That's just the world that he lives in. Oh, okay. And the type of things, it's like, it's not fair, but... And maybe this is supposed to like represent like, oh, we're going to blame the poor people for this thing that's not their fault. Oh, okay. This is the, okay. It's a lesson. Yeah. So, and like I said, he gets like um, bought and sold a lot and, and he overhears. Sometimes he just, parts of the story are like, he gets forced to do this labor and then he hears someone else telling another story about other things. Oh, okay. And they're they're all kind of like, like Grapes of Wrath, I think, where they have those little inner stories or whatever. Oh, right, right. And it's kind of like nothing to do with the actual plot, but it kind of ties into some of the themes and stuff. Um, So here is, this is one of the more interesting parts. Um, Again, he is sold and he has taught many amusing tricks. Rumor spreads and great fame comes to the ass and his master. As it happens... A woman is so enamored with the sideshow ass that she bribes his keeper and takes Lucius the ass to her bed. Lucius is then scheduled to have sex in the arena with a multiple murderess before she is to be eaten by wild beasts. (sighs) (laughs) So, bestiality. Well... Is that BCL? That's what's going to happen. That was described. Spoiler alert, it doesn't actually happen. Okay, that's good to know. Now, I don't know if what con- if that constitutes because it's a human who got turned into a donkey. Well, animals... Can't consent. Can't give consent. I have a song about it. You do. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for not singing it. Um, So... The multi, um, someone who has committed multiple murders. Yes. Okay. No, I understand. I think I understand what you said. And then she was going to get eaten by. And then she was going to get eaten by. But then, so, but he's kind of like thinks at, he's tempted to do this because he's like, oh, that'll be fun, you know. <laughs> I don't know. But he says at the okay. last minute, he decides that copulating with such a wicked woman would be repugnant to him. And moreover, the wild beasts would likely eat him along with her. So then he just runs away and eventually to nap on the beach. Okay. So he's using his, um, you know, using some logic there to get out of a potentially shady situation. Yeah. And, and this is him kind of like learning, becoming more i'd say moral you know he's kind of like oh this learning is where he's becoming golden and because yeah so he's being um you know because his mischievous one of the themes of it is like wisdom versus curiosity right and like you can be curious but you have to be wise about it and so he's kind of like that's why he got turned into the donkey in the first place is because oh magic um oh, what's the worst that can happen i don't care oh okay and so he kind of i think learns to not get in so much trouble and to start being kind of like listen to good advice okay all right um so 
I will read just a couple little bits about it because this is a translation, but it's is a poem also. So this is describing one, of, and we read this last night. Oh, it's like the whole thing is an epic, an epic poem. Yeah, yeah. So, and in Latin, it um, you know that doesn't always translate into like things rhyming word for word. You know, are these the ones that I read while kind of over your shoulder? Yes. Oh, yeah. All right. Continue. All right. So this is like there's these are a couple of the translations. It's describing one of the characters. She was lewd and crude, a toper and a groper, a nagging hag of a fool of a mule. Talking about who? Talking about... um, The murderer? I I don't know if it was her. It was about... It was about... One of the things is like it's not very nice to women. Yeah. Yeah. Misogyny. So there's a lot of misogyny in it, and they're kind of like the Eve, you know, Adam and Eve. The woman's getting asked, trying to get people in oh. trouble, and they're the bad wife, and they're the mom is well, trying to do stuff. To, that seems to rule out any of the good of the, um, you know, the but, golden lessons. Well, but the main, the main, um, Isis is like the main goddess that saves him, and she's in a way like the hero of it too. So it's not all bad, but it's genuinely not very, not very nice to anyone, but women in particular, that was one of the comments that they kind of, some of the criticisms of the, of the work for particularly modern reading, but another version of the whole of that. Um, so these are, these are English, these are various the, English translations, right? Um, a fiend in a fight, but not very bright, hot for a crotch. Wine botched, rather die than let a whim pass by. That was her. Hot for a crotch. Hot for a crotch. Wine, Wine botched. botched. I think I commented that should be someone's Tinder profile. Yeah. Or grinder profile. Yeah. Hot for a crotch. Wine botched. That, that is, just I guess it just means drunk on wine. I guess so. All botched on wine. Well, you know. Some things shouldn't be translated, I think. <laughs> Some things are best. If I were the archaeologist, I'm I'm digging this up. I find the tablets and I just and I look around the dig site to see if anyone is watching me dig up these like ancient tablets and I see no one's watching and I just slowly pour the dirt back over. Yeah. <laughs> nothing over here, y'all. Hey, there's nothing <laughs> over here. Um, but yeah, so eventually, um, he decides, you know, he's going to start being good. He gets, uh, he gets purified. He gets discovered by the cult he gets of purified? ISIS. Well, he's just like, I- I'm going to be good now, you know? So he finds a cult, but a good cult, the cult of ISIS, who I guess is wise. And, uh, she like cures him and then he joins the cult. Okay, so we joined the cult at the end. <laughs> ah, happy ending. Yeah. Sure. Joined yeah. a cult. Became a good donkey. Joined a good cult. What else can hey, you well, he got, for? He's in a human now. He's a, in a human and a human cult. Okay, human and a human. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Okay. And um, various morals through the story. Was this a widespread story? Like, who were they telling this to? Children? Was I this think like, it's like adults, but... Okay, it's like an adult book. I would hope so. I would so. think, yeah. Yeah, well, you never know. They had... It was yeah. wild. Yeah. Um. 
Yeah. I think I also read, because I was on the Wikipedia page for it, isn't it like the only full Latin? So you you focused on the story, <laughs> not on the discovery <laughs> on of the it history or the history and all of that it. Stuff. I think I read something like it's the only complete ancient like Latin story found. Well, that's of that style, I think. Oh. Yeah. What style is that? Well, because there were also some, um, well, just like the the epic poem kind of thing. Oh, okay. But he's written other things that were. Oh, he was a well-known author. Well, who was the author? Well, he wrote his, his Lucius oh, that's uh, right. Apelius or that's whatever right. it was. That's right, Apelius. Um, but, but yeah. He was like the, um, oh, he was like the Stephen King of ancient Rome. Probably. <laughs> he had four new books every year. Probably. Man. If only they had been able to make movies. Would have been wild. Oh, goodness. Well, they this, should make. This would be like, by good... like um, Oh, this in the style of, who's the one who makes all the quirky stuff? Oh, Wes Anderson? A Wes Anderson, the golden ass, ancient Rome. I was thinking um, it could be like a Will Ferrell movie. Gwyneth, Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, okay, Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, you got, who else is always in his movies? Well, the Brodies. Adrian Brody. And, oh, okay. Or not Adrian. Yeah, well, Adrian no, not who Adrian, will play the, the golden ass? Um, well, that would be the donkey. That would be a stop motion animation. Because he does stop motion, like the oh, like the fantastic Isle of the Mr. Dogs Fox or, oh, and the, the Isle yeah. of Dogs. Yeah. Oh, okay. There you oh. Go. Or Pixar, yeah. Pixar, Disney. I think it should be I think it should be um live action. Okay. I think Gwyneth Paltrow should be Isis. Um, very cult goop. Um but I don't know who should play the donkey yet. I'll have to think about it. Oh, the she bear, Tilda Swinton. Okay. Tilda Swinton all the, the way. She bear. All right. Yeah. She can do any role. <laughs> Chris, I'm going to say Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt oh, yeah, has oh, yeah. oh, every course. role. Yeah. I mean, he's just got to be in every movie these days. He's the all American. Anyway, um, I'm glad I know about this book. Um, any modern publishings? Well, there, I yeah, I think there's been quite a few. They list like a bunch of translations and things like that. Um, the other thing, so this this inspired a lot of other works. Um, the transfer, you know, other like Metamorphosis, the Kafka story. Um, oh yeah, and that then, story's freaky. Yeah, some some other things like that. Um, um, they talk a little bit about you know the donkeys and in, in Animal Farm. And the different right. there's some there's some characters. Eeyore. Uh Eeyore's another famous donkey, but doesn't really Eeyore is, is a little more, yeah, is a little more depressed than this. So Eeyore's the gray, gloomy donkey, not the golden ass. Yeah, poor Eeyore. They really did him no justice. Oh, Justin's light went out. You know what that means. That means <laughs> he's getting cut off. Cut off. Cut, cut his cut mic. Off. Well, I do appreciate um, hearing about this. I probably... You're going to read it. I'm going to read it. Download it. Is there an audio... Does he narrate his own audiobooks? Aphelius? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> I want the in audio... Latin. I want it... Yeah, I want it in the, in the Latin, in the actual Latin of it. Do it. Perfect. Um, well, I think we learned a lot this week, including about, you know... 
It is interesting to hear that there are other like ancient Greece, Grecian, ancient Roman stories, because I feel like we really are only exposed to the Iliad and the Odyssey. Yeah. And I don't mean to to lump ancient Greece and Rome together, but we do, you know, because there's parallels. Um, But yeah. Thank you for telling me about the golden ass. Of course. Did you know I started, speaking of golden asses, when I was in high school, I had to be in a Shakespeare play that we were, and I had to wear a toga. And so I tanned for it. And so I had a golden ass. Oh, wow. There's your tie-in. Well, there and you the go. Sh- and I had to wear a toga because it was like ancient Rome or ancient Greece. In high school? Yeah. They, you just walking around bare-assed in high school? No, I just had to wear a toga. But in the tanning bed, I was no naked. That's how I got the golden ass. I wasn't just going to tan this triangle section of nipple and arm. Well, I could have just used bronzer. It would have been safer. Anyway, nope. Go kids. Go use a tanning bed. Don't use a tanning bed. There's a. You have to get your parents' permission to use a tanning bed if you're under eighteen. You have to have like a permission slip. It's wild. That should tell you things. Anyway. Um, good episode. Thank you so much for listening. We are going to attempt a different format next week. Mm-hmm. We are going to, instead of doing two articles, we think we're going to focus on one, both study up on the article and then discuss it between us. Two articles have been, um, a little much for my psyche. Dun, dun, dun. And I think it'd be, I think it'd be better to have like a, a constant conversation yeah. instead of this. So we're going to attempt that for next episode. Um, otherwise, uh, all this came from wikis. Don't forget, there's tons more information about these topics out there. Mm-hmm. Go check them out. And thank you so much for listening to Quickie Wiki What. Once again, you'll also be able to find the VOD of this episode on YouTube, as well as the audio wherever you get your podcasts. We will be streaming next week's episode live again on twitch.tv slash halfmoonjoe. So we will see you then with more wiki articles to discuss. Thank you guys so much. See you next week and tomorrow, just as usual Mm -hmm. on Twitch. Bye.